1: Welcome to episode 32 of Boot to the Face. I'm your host, Chris Rucker. I'm here with Marty Vasquez. we are been talking some pro wrestling. But first, we'll get all our information out of the way. slash Boot to the Face. You can get you a Wolfpack-inspired B2TF shirt or the new, uh, the new shirt we got up on the site. And also... Follow us on Twitter at Boot to the Face, at Rucker2020, and at a bearded master, Marty.
0: What up? How's it going, dude? How's your day, man?
1: Stressful. <laughs> <laughs> and tomorrow isn't looking any better, so. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's about the same.
1: It's <laughs> being a grown up shit without having vacation anymore. Going to New York is for the fucking
0: birds. Dude, like, seriously. I can go. I can go for a day off. I don't have a day off. Today's my Monday, so oh shit, I got the whole week ahead of me. And actually, technically, I got a shorter week this week too because my son, my Friday would be Sunday, and well, we're closed on Sunday for Easter, so it's a short week, kind of.
1: Hmm, well, at least you don't have people throwing birthday parties on the Easter Sunday,
0: but you know. Yeah, so what like. is up with that? That is some <laughs> fucked up shit, right That's there. The, the like dumbs. <laughs> Dumb like you don't need to be, heard. you don't need to be religious to, you know, whatever. If you're not, that's fine. Whatever your 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 thought process is and your, you know, your um ideas are. However, you got to be mindful to other people can be. And that's that's like, you know what? I don't celebrate Christmas, but I'm gonna throw a fucking birthday party on Christmas Day, and that's right. why to everybody to be there.
1: And the crazy thing is, it's not even about what everybody else believes or anything like that. Like the religious part aside. If you want your kid to have the best birthday party, why would you throw a party on a day when you know ninety percent of the people are going to be unavailable? But another topic I, for another day. We had the superstar shakeup this week, which I I love both shows. Uh, I really like SmackDown. I've heard some bad reviews on SmackDown. I thought SmackDown was fantastic this weekend. Went by extremely fast. Like I looked up and it was nine thirty, and there was only thirty minutes left. I was like, oh shit. We still got a main event match and we got Vince's announcement um, <laughs> as far as the shakeup goes, Marty, how did you feel about it? What were your top three <laughs> shakeup moves and overall, who do you think won?
0: Uh, I thought the shakeup was interesting to be honest. I thought, I think that there's still some stuff that's going to happen that we don't really know fully yet. I don't think they got it all out of the way this week. Um, uh, best thing to happen the viking experience that is fantastic (laughs) um i don't know if you know this but i saw this morning that there is a a a con going on in london soon and the undertaker is like in the center of it all uh and his name (laughs) says the undertaker experience no shit like like son of a bitch what (laughs) what do they just do with that one didn't he hey, get pulled from that down.
1: or something like that?
0: This is a whole this is a different one. I oh, okay, so this I, I just you. saw this posted today. Uh no, nah, so jokes aside, that that whole thing I don't you know whatever. Um
1: before you tell me who you think won, let me um you, I don't know if you saw this or not, but they posted last night like all the moves from each side that have been right. made as as of last night. So I'll read those off real quick.
0: Okay, I was cuz like, I got it right here too.
1: So go ahead. Uh, The superstars coming to Monday Night Raw, AJ Styles, The Miz, Ricochet, Aleister Black, Eric and Ivar, The Viking Experience, Andrade and Zelina, Rey Mysterio, Jimmy and Jay, the best tag team in the world, uh, Naomi, EC3, Lacey Evans, Eric Young, and Cedric Alexander. Those are all the moves.
0: Did you say Lars Sullivan?
1: No, no, he's on SmackDown.
0: So technically by the report I'm looking at. Oh, never mind. He's a free agent. He got to do both. Never mind.
1: Yeah, well, officially last night it was announced he was on SmackDown on TV. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. All right. So those are all your Raw moves. And then coming to SmackDown, you have Roman Reigns, Intercontinental Champion, Finn Balor, Elias, Bailey, Ember Moon, Kyrie Sane, Lars Sullivan, Buddy Murphy, Liv Morgan, Chad Gable, Apollo Crews, and the GOAT herself, Mickey James. Those are your SmackDown moves. Um, the SmackDown women's division is fucking lit right now. Tag team and singles. Uh but uh before I step on you again, go ahead. What were your what were your top moves and who do you think won?
0: Yeah. So, um before I get my top moves, I'm going to say like I think that the women's division and uh definitely got a big time boost on on SmackDown. Yep. Um just with I think the Viking experience, I think they're going to be fantastic. But the fact that Ricochet and Alistair Black are there. uh, And then we have the Usos, who I agree is the the best tag team out there. Uh, The tag team division on Raw got a boost. Uh, Now, my top three, it's going to be AJ to Raw. Basically the flop between AJ and Roman. I think the two of them are two of the biggest moves that happened. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then... The, to give one to the women, I think Kyrie Sane going to, coming up from NXT and going to SmackDown Live is my my third biggest move of the of, of the week uh, overall because of uh, Balor, uh, Roman, Kyrie Sane, even Ember moving Bailey and then Buddy Murphy. Um, I think that SmackDown won the shakeup.
1: Far and away, I thought, I thought they destroyed Raw, um, which you kind of you kind of knew that was coming because usually Raw gets all the talent, but you know they're going to Fox in a couple months, so you knew something had to give. Um, and my top three moves are, are in line with yours. I think Finn Balor going to SmackDown is going to be huge for him, mm-hmm. getting away from Rollins and Lashley and all those guys he's been working with for the longest where he can get some fresh competition. Um, <clears throat> so those would be my three, AJ, Balor and Roman, but so to a- go
0: with that, that's ex- if you, if I was just going my men, that was my, that was the three I had. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I figured Balor, he's probably, you know, for, for what the, what Kyrie saying going to bring up to the roster and what she, that jump from NXT. Um, I just kind of threw that one there, but yeah, as far as Balor, AJ and Roman, before I changed things up, that was my exact three of what I has my top three also.
1: Well the women we'll will get into them because I think the moves that got made with SmackDown and the women were huge. Like mm-hmm. their division now is crazy. You got you got the Asian experience, you got Peyton Royce and Billy Kay, uh, Bailey. We don't know what the hell's going on with her. And what's up with Canada booing the shit out of Bailey? Like, what does she do to Canada? Um, if she teams up with anybody, you got Ember Moon. Bailey and singles and Mickey James to probably go after Becky Lynch's SmackDown title again with the tag team division and all of those teams can split up into singles. People like they are stacked
0: in the SmackDown, and, and they have they also have who we haven't seen much of yet. And I'm not high on her, but apparently, but a lot of people really are. And that's Nikki Cross, and she got drafted to the SmackDown roster. Also, um, I don't know what she's gonna do, what she can do. Uh, but that's definitely going to give a different aspect as to what can be done and adding somebody else. That, that's not necessarily going to be in that tag team picture, but can be in that singles picture. Unless they were to like team her up with Amber Moon or something for some reason, but I don't know.
1: And where where SmackDown is thriving with women wrestlers Raw is just like they've got Natalia, Alexa Bliss, who's like a talk show host now. Uh, I guess you can count Becky Lynch, even though I think she'll go back to SmackDown once she loses the Raw title. Lacey Evans. And then you don't know what the hell's going on with Sasha. Ronda's probably pregnant somewhere. (laughs) Tamina is Tamina. Nia Jax is out with two ACL injuries. And I think Dana Brooke. That's all the talent you have on Raw in the women's division that I can think of off the top of my head. So Apparently that division is just going straight to shit, but they have replenished their tag division. Like you said, the the Viking experience, the Usos, they still got the revival. They still got uh, the Major Brothers. They still got the B team. So they've still got male tag teams out the out the ass on Raw. They just don't have any women superstars. Yeah. Uh,
0: speaking of tag teams, and we saw last on last night on SmackDown, what, is Sheamus hurt? Was he gone for a reason, or is he one of those that's kind of moving over without being said?
1: You know, he had uh, a while ago, he was reported that he hurt his back back when um, Gargano, not Gargano, when Chompa got hurt. You remember that match they had when yeah. Chompa, they thought Chompa hurt his knee? Well back then it was reported that Sheamus has a, a messed up back also. So I don't know if that just flared up on him or or what, but I did notice that he wasn't there, that Cesaro was tagging with uh Rusev Day and Nakamura. Yeah. So officially I don't know. I'm just speculating.
0: Yeah, and it looks like everything out I mean everything's showing he's still part of the SmackDown rosters. I was just curious if that maybe if maybe he was lo and behold being shuffled over on down low without no one knowing but i didn't see nothing about that so
1: yeah so we, we we talked about the women and we can't talk about the women without talking about all this sasha banks drama going on it has been widely reported marty that sasha threw a temper tantrum at wrestlemania her and bailey whilst she took a picture of her and Bailey watching the women's main event <laughs> smiling while Becky Lynch and Charlotte are in the background beating each other's ass. And then it's been reported that she's hating on the iconics while again another picture was taken of her, Bailey, and the iconics after the match smiling and whatnot. So what the hell's going on? She she even got online the other day and caught everybody a bunch of marks. So are we getting worked by the WWE or you think there's legit drama?
0: I think we're getting worked by the WWE. I think this is them getting some heat under Sasha and be, her being upset with the tag team gives them a reason to split her and Bayley without having to have a, a turn, um, which I think is the right way to do it if they're going to because how many times have we seen the two of them turn on each other over the last two years? It's played out. It's over. It's done. I I really don't want to see it. Honestly, I feel like that back and forth between the two of them and then the makeup at the end before the tag team, I think that all kind of just brought their stock down. Um, So I don't don't know. I think that's part of the work. Uh, At the same time, I can definitely see Sasha Banks having a temper tantrum. She just comes off as somebody that would. Um, But things you hear about her uh, in, in person and meeting her, uh, out and about or and the way you know I don't know I, she just comes up as Somebody that that might have that issue And for me personally I don't really care for Sasha um, That's you're, That's known
1: you're a bad judge Of character though
0: oh well I guess that it is and you know What oh well
1: <laughs> I mean look who you're co-hosting with I mean, clearly, <laughs> clearly you don't know Good people when you see them. Clearly Here's here's my thing and you know I'm a, I'm a Sasha guy like I love Sasha. Um we don't know what the the truth is going on backstage. If she's throwing a temper tantrum because she's booked to lose like come on, get over it. You're still being paid extremely well. The titles aren't real. You know what I mean? Like the wins and losses don't matter. You're still You're over wrestling
0: as hell. for them on WrestleMania.
1: Right. You're still over as hell. Like quit Quit whining. But at the same time, it really pisses me off that the same people I see defending and chanting CM Punk's name all these years later are bitching at Sasha. It really pisses me off that people that are supporting the revival for complaining and bitching about their spot are bitching at Sasha. It really pisses me off that nobody gives a shit that Stone Cold Steve Austin literally took his ball and went home. Because he didn't want to lose to Brock Lesnar in in a non-promoted match. Like You can't have it both ways. You can't be mad at Sasha and then still love all these people. Shawn Michaels losing his fucking smile. Get the fuck out of here. And people still love him. But you're complaining about Sasha Banks when you don't even know it's true. So as usual, the internet is full of hypocrites. And I'm calling their punk asses out. Fuck you, internet. (laughs) Make sure
0: you download our show. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Runker Rant 4.17. <laughs> Man,
1: it was kind of subdued. You know, I'm a little tired. Oh,
0: it was. It was. Yeah. But it was still there. It was still the connotation of it all. And but the you, heat behind it was there. Do you, you get what I'm saying, though? Like how no, no, I totally do. And, and that's, you know what? I, uh, Yeah, that's, that's the way it always is, though. You know, see, people want to cheer for somebody who's being pushed, down our throats but then they want to bitch about somebody who's earning that push you know and it's the same thing somebody who's been fighting there for for years on end you know and given the high quality matches and gets a title match and multiple title matches they shit on but somebody who comes back after being injured gets thrown in the title master first day back and they love them it's that's like choose one way or the other don't keep going back and forth on everything uh yeah so I agree with you it's as Daniel Bryan would say, they're fickle. Simple yeah. as that.
1: Speaking of Daniel Bryan, he's been very conspicuous by his absence since WrestleMania. Is he injured?
0: I have, I have not heard anything about it or seen anything about it yet. So I don't think he is. I think he's just taking some time off. I think it's probably under his contract. He signed a long-ass contract. He probably got in there so that he can have some extended amounts of time uh, throughout the year to be home. Especially now that his wife's no longer wrestling.
1: After getting his ass whooped by Kofi, it's probably gonna take a while to for that butt hurt to fucking heal up.
0: I'm sure Eric Rowan's taking good care of him.
1: Uh, <laughs> Ko joined the New Day last night. It's Big O. I I hated and loved this so much.
0: Uh, it was cringeworthy yet hilarious all at one time.
1: Um, I just, I just keep seeing. Xavier and Kofi telling them use your plums. You got plums. And Ko said, I don't have any plums. Xavier said, Oh, you got plums.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. I uh, I thought it was entertaining, and I think that 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 obviously doesn't do doesn't hurt anything, doesn't help anything for the new day. The new day are is over as fuck, and they can do whatever the hell they want. Um, I honestly b- believe that this was more to benefit Ko. Yeah. Um, they've been pushing him as a face for, since he's come back. Um, he's actually been in really well as a face too. I, I'm, I, it's hard for me to watch him as a face. Cause every, every single time he's talking, I'm just waiting for that moment. when He turns heel just cause right, right. he is, he's a, he's a natural born heel, you know, Randy Orton, natural born heel. Seth Rollins has finally gotten to the point where I can see him as a face and I can be happy with him his face, but he, he's a great heel. Kevin Owens is the heel of all heels, man. So it's like, when's this going to happen? When's he going to turn? And if he doesn't turn, that's fine. I'm just, every week I'm just going to tune into KO to find to see if he is going to turn or not. But I think this benefited him. Obviously, it's uh, you know it's it's in Canada, so he's obviously going to have a following there. So it benefits him there. But then it gets everyone who's not there, who's not from Canada, who's not a follower of Kevin Owens to get behind him as a face and see him in a different light. And I started they started that that program with him as a face before he came back, you know, watching him bowling with his kid and talking to his son. And, you know, and I think this, this was something big to really help get him over as that face and that, for that. It was entertaining as new days segments are That's So take it for what it was. Um, But I thought thought overall it was a solid segment that led into a a decent match.
1: I've seen people and heard people say that now that Kofi's the champ, he needs to take himself more seriously. And I couldn't disagree more. Um, Him doing what he's doing now is why he's the champ. Like, why would you change what, what got you there? Um, (laughs) <laughs> and then I also pictured last night When they were trying to recruit KO Into the new day I could see Vince backstage Like that's it I'm never I'm never having a black world champion again This dude is out in the ring twerking right now Like with my world title <laughs> Pancakes No, no more pancakes hey, There is no way He's out there with a halter top on And twerking as my world champion Bring me Brock Lesnar Somebody get Lesnar on the phone right now
0: <laughs> Tell Brock to get his ass back here He's um, not that far away. Speaking of taking
1: the title off Kofi, Roman Reigns is back on SmackDown. Um, the the luster is starting to wear off. You're starting to hear boos creeping back in. And I'll ask you, should they turn Roman heel?
0: Hell yeah, they should turn Roman heel. They need to do it now before it gets too bad. Um, I think it's
1: too late already.
0: I don't think so. I, and here's the thing. Last night... The Superman punch to Vince. Anytime he punches the boss in the face, everyone's going to cheer for that, especially when the boss is Vince McMahon. Um, I didn't hear too many boos for him, but the thing is, I didn't hear too many... I didn't hear that big of a pop. Uh, I did well a little bit of a pop when he when he got introduced. Um, I think that the reason why he didn't get as big a pop as he could have was because biggest signing in SmackDown history, and I'm thinking people that were hoping and thinking someone different. Um, I, even before that, on Twitter and online everywhere, I was seeing everyone posting anyone but Roman, anyone but Roman. Roman's the biggest freaking name in the organization. Why the hell wouldn't you want him on SmackDown? You guys don't want him in the Universal Championship match. Well, guess what? He's not going up against the Universal Champion yet. So what's your what are you bitch about now? You're gonna put him on the B show, so you're gonna get him on a on a low. You know, one of the biggest arg- uh, problems what the people had with him was the fact that he was on multiple segments during a three-hour show. Well, guess what? You have a two-hour show now. You don't have room for as many segments, so you're not going to see him on screen as many times as you saw him on Raw. You're going uh, to—it's going to be different things you're going to see as far as when you see him, the spots he has, the matches he has, SmackDowns, the wrestling show, So you might see more of a performance out of of the ring, out of him, which he's always great in the ring. Um, As far, but. Him turning heel would be the best thing so that they don't – if everyone starts booing him, then you turn heel. I think you lose the pop for that. Uh, Like you said, you think it's too late. I don't think it's gone to that point yet. Uh, We've only had him in in two matches in six months, and people are already sitting on him. Like, are you serious? He's been in two matches in six months. He's been back for a month and a half, and we've only seen him in two matches. What are you bitching about? Get over yourself.
1: I say it's too late because when he came back that when he came back in Atlanta and we gave him like a 10 minute standing ovation, he should have turned heel right then because he he's never been that over in years. Uh, Right now, he's still getting booze, which which I don't agree with, because like you said, he hadn't been the focal point of the show at all. His WrestleMania match was buried in between Kofi and Becky and and the main event. Uh, you really don't remember his match that much. He wasn't even on the Raw after WrestleMania. Besides, you know, after it went off. So it's not like he's quote-unquote being shoved down people's throat. But yet, he's still Roman Reigns. And people are are still going after him. I tell you what, though. I do like him being on SmackDown. There's potential matches for him with guys like Kofi, Randy Orton. Uh, one of my favorite matches, underrated is I think I've brought it up before was the very first Fastlane pay-per-view after he won the Rumble and everybody wanted Daniel Bryan in the, in the main event and Bryan challenged him for his spot and for whatever reason Bryan worked like a heel that match and if you haven't seen that match I'd say go back and watch it it's like 20 minutes of them two just beating the dog shit at each other uh, Roman was selling his little hernia that he just came back from the previous year and Brian was fucking good. Brian was going Brian's good man I am not a fan of his like but he's really good like if you just watch him he does everything well um so Roman's- yeah I mean
0: to to go with that too um that's what I wanted to get into also as far as matches go because we are going to see him in different matches the only thing I'm concerned about is that we're going to see him in the feud with Samoa Joe again see him in the feud uh, with Elias again, and that feud with Samoa Joe just did nothing for me. It really didn't. Um, I, but but the, the prospect of him going up against, like, Randy Orton, as the first person I thought about when I saw him get drafted. I'm like, cool, we can see him versus Orton. We can see him versus Rusev. We can see him, um, like you said, Daniel Bryan, uh, Kofi, uh, when Big E comes back, you see him with that, because I ha- okay, so I'm going to jump ahead right now. Um, have you seen anything in regards to Big E like actually being injured right now?
1: I've seen reports that he's torn his pec muscle from WWE.com, but it's very convenient.
0: So I honestly believe it's a complete work and I are this up because they're going to take him off TV for a long ass time. And what better way to bring him back than to have him turn heel on Kofi in his return?
1: You know what they do? They they announce injuries that are more serious than what the actual injury is. So he could have like a strained back or something like that, or damn a abscess on his elbow that he had to get removed, like something extremely minor, and they tell you that it's more serious where you're not expecting it and he makes his comeback. So yeah, I I kinda agree with you there.
0: So I mean you put him if if Biggie comes back, he's gonna come back as a heel. Um and I think we, get, I mean, we can get matches with Co- with Biggie and, and Roman there. Roman, Cesaro. Uh, I think there's, a, there's absolutely a lot of different matches. I mean, obviously, we never really got a full-blown story with Balor and, and Roman. But the only time we've really seen them in a match against each other was when Roman, got after SummerSlam this year, when Roman won the title and gave Balor that opportunity. And I think that we can see a great story between the two of them. And I think it'd be perfect to have him going up against Balor for a while because you put him in that middle card. Title match reign, and then you don't see him in the the main event, and you you kind of have that going on with someone else or people who've been on SmackDown. And I like to see that you know, that WWE Championship kind of be that that main championship as giving people who normally don't get the opportunity to go for that belt, you know, like a Cesaro, uh, which I think Cesaro should have had an opportunity before the whole Sheamus thing happened, and he kind of mm-hmm. didn't. Uh, but no, I I hope they go that route. They put him right back right in immediately into the main event. Then they're going to get the booze faster than anything else.
1: Well, he's back in the main event. He main evented the show last night.
0: Well, he punched yeah, Ventura
1: man in the face. Like he he grabbed the microphone and told you like this is my yard now, and you know how people love it when he says that. One one feud you you spoke of you may not have to worry about, and that's Samoa Joe and Roman. And I say that because Finn Balor was drafted to or moved during the shakeup to SmackDown. Now Joe wasn't on TV. He wasn't announced as a move. So either they're going to merge the two mid-card titles into one or Joe or Balor or the title will get moved to Raw eventually. Um, I'm hoping and the reason I think Joe is going because if you remember Braun showed up on SmackDown and they started a little program with them last week where they kind of got into and that's the first time I've been excited about something Braun's doing in a long time, with seeing him and Samoa Joe squaring up.
0: Yeah, no, and I, I was thinking the same thing. anything. I, I hadn't heard anything or seen anything, and I was kind of curious, too, that... I figured that after Ballard moved over, that they would announce that Samoa Joe was moving to Raw, but they hadn't yet. Um, I don't think they can... Yeah, I don't think they're going to to merge the two titles. I don't think they need to. Um there's plenty of people on that roster that you can have that many titles and go for them. Uh, you need to, when you have that big, that, that large of a roster. Um, but yeah, I, I think Joe needs to go to, to raw. And I think he needs to have storyline people there. And, and then that does take away from having that, having that feud with Roman, which would be perfect.
1: Yep. So, uh, superstar shakeup. That was, that's pretty much, we covered almost everything in the superstar shakeup. Um, uh, it leaves Rollins wide open for Lesnar to come back and whoop his ass. Um, one of the big, big news segments, at least online, was the Viking experience. Marty, I don't know what side of the fence you're on on this. I made it well known which side I was on on uh, the Twitter machine and caught a lot of heat for it, but we got more followers because of it. Um <laughs> How do you feel about name changes that that, that people tend to get their panties in a bunch about? Because people were pissed about this one.
0: Um, I don't really. I mean, as far as this one goes, I, it doesn't matter to me. The whole War, War Raiders name, uh, it's whatever. It, I wasn't like sold on that one. And so then the, the Viking experience is whatever it is. They change names, put them to the main roster. Uh, I saw some of your points, and I don't disagree with them. Um uh, as far as it's a business, they gotta to set things so it's more of a uh, catches, you know, the eye of those around. Um, but that being said, the Viking experience had to has been one of the worst possible name changes out <laughs> there. It just it is it's stupid as hell. Like it you could have called a fucking Viking quest, all I care. You know, that sounds better than Given you can't do that because you know, entourage had that shit. Uh, but the Viking experience that's just am I going on a ride? Is there, are they gonna come out in a giant ass fucking Viking schooner or something? Like, am I going to take a roller coaster? You might, no. I mean, they might, they might just come down from the damn jumbo, jumbotron with the damn with a boat. I don't know. Um, they could have been, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just the name itself is what's irritating, the name change isn't. Um, there are times when I feel like they change people's names or uh, cut people's names in half. That doesn't really make sense to do so. Um, but nah, as far as name change, it's whatever. I really don't care half the time.
1: I look at it like this: they're on main, they're on Raw. They just beat the tag team champions. Their paychecks have went up exponentially. So if you're a fan of them, you should be a fan of the move. Okay, so their name got changed. Is that gonna did their move set change? Did they start losing all of a sudden? Are they no longer really good in the ring? Are they not going to get a push? Uh, Somebody thought they were worth the investment of changing their name, not only their team name, but both of their first names as well, because apparently they're going to use them enough to where you're going to need to know what their names are instead of just two big-ass Vikings. So, I mean, I don't know, man. I I think people just... Look for shit to bitch about, and then one person says it, and then it kind of snowballs, and then everybody kind of twists their words around on it, and it's like a bunch of fucking sheep running towards the sunlight uh, so that that just annoys me that just annoys me to no end, but again, so what the Viking experience they're my new favorite tag team now, just because people hate their name
0: apparently yeah, I mean the fact I mean the names that they change them to now too also sound more Viking. Like names yep. than they did before. And I mean, even if they weren't, you know, the Viking experience, that's basically what their characters and their act was. So why didn't they have those names in the first place? You know what I mean? Um, the names they gave them now, it fits that role. Um, you know, if I hear Eric and what's the other one name? I- Ivar. Ivar. Our- I mean, it sounds more like a Viking name than Hanson and Ro. whatever, you know, Roe, you know. Especially when they already have an Eric Rowan on the roster. just It's like, whatever. you Because yeah. pretty soon, it's just going to go to Rowan anyways. So,
1: <laughs> And then, you know, Ivar sounds like a damn Viking. And then I heard somewhere, like, isn't Eric the name well, Eric. of one of the most popular Vikings ever?
0: Exactly. And so it's, it goes perfect. And it's spelled the exact same way. So, so that's why i was saying when it goes off of Eric, it's perfect The um, name change.
1: So, are you saying people on the internet are just blowing this out of proportion? Don't tell me that. I I won't
0: believe it. (laughs) I mean... Yeah, that's exactly what it is.
1: (laughs) I'm sitting here looking at your beard right now. It reminds me that Evolve Air. You know who that is? Hmm. No. But, apparently they think you have a nice beard. They are... Uh, Quality products to support a healthy lifestyle Evolve Air No clue who they are But some kind of way they found their beard on the internet And they're like I'll take it (laughs) They commented on the Wrestlemania t-shirt week shirt with you In Jericho Uh, So we got over the name changes So we'll leave WWE alone for a second And close out the show with some Indie talk uh, the first thing, AEW. Everybody knows they got the big event, Double or Nothing, coming up. But today it was announced that at Fight for the Fallen, which tickets go on sale tomorrow, you will have Brandy taking on Ali Impact, and Kenny Omega is taking on Super Chima. Is that how you say his name? Chima? Sh- Chima? Chima? No clue cool who he is, but he was on, uh, uh, being the elite the other day, apparently he helped the young bucks get their start on the indie scene, so they're kind of returning a favor to him all these years later. So he's wrestling Kenny Omega, Kenny
0: <laughs> Omega,
1: <Can I> say <laughs> That's the most animated that guy ever is, the ring announcer for New Japan. Like when we were at MSG, he was just like, and the winner of the match. Like you could barely hear him. But motherfucker, when he started talking about Kenny Omega, that's some bitch you had a pep in his
0: step. <laughs> yep.
1: But uh AEW tickets. Like I said, they go on sale tomorrow. Those are the first first two matches that are announced for the Jacksonville show, which will be in like a six thousand seat arena. Which, as of now, is not going to have StarCast or anything attached to it. It's just going to be a standalone show. Wait, you said
0: about, the, the Kenny Omega match was going to be at the Jacksonville show?
1: Yes. Saturday. No. no Saturday, July 13th, 2019, Daly's Place Amphitheater, Jacksonville, Omega versus Shima, Shima. Because at Double or Nothing, he's fighting Jericho.
0: I thought, well, the Jacksonville is the AEW, the fighter fast. Is that not it?
1: Fight for the Fallen.
0: Fight for the Fallen. Why am I missing yeah. this one?
1: AEW Fight for the Fallen is a uh, in Jackson. Oh,
0: my bad, my bad. I'm looking Fighter Fest is Daytona. I apologize. It's
1: all good. It happens.
0: Well, well here's what here's my thoughts on these. You have Fight for Kenny Omega is booked on three mat three three shows already. He's double or nothing when he's fighting against You know Alpha versus Omega number two. Then he's got the Elite versus Pack and the Lucha Bros at um, uh, the Fighter Fest in Daytona. Now he's got Versima at Fighter Fallen In um, we still don't even know who Cody's fighting at Double or Nothing yet. Like speaking of book- Cody, they're booking matches at all these cards, but they haven't fully booked Double or Nothing. That's a month away. Like, speaking of what's Cody, going
1: on, I got a question. You know, Cody's one of my favorites. Uh, when's the last time he wrestled a match?
0: Well, he had that knee. Didn't he have knee surgery? Yeah. He did. That was like that was like two months, three months ago, if that. And when's the last time Omega wrestled a match? Wrestle Kingdom.
1: That was January. Yep. When's the last time that? Well, the Young Bucks just won the AAA Tag Title, so they've wrestled. So basically, they started up a company, and no, now I, no, no,
0: no, no. Hold on, I believe Omega's been going around with the Bucks, fighting all these other house shows that they've been doing all across the. And they've been out here in California doing shows all over the place. Okay.
1: I was gonna say because it seems like ever since they've started AEW, like they've all kind of disappeared besides being the elite and rode the double or nothing. Like you're not seeing them on T V or wrestling in matches as much. Almost like their actual wrestling momentum has slowed way down after mm-hmm. they announced they're starting their own company. So that's just that's peculiar to me. But Brandy and Alley, that that'll be decent to watch.
0: Yeah, I think so. That'd be a good match. Uh, but the uh' cause, so here's something like SEMA. We got a SEMA versus Kenny match happening in July, but we have SCU versus SEMA with two people who have yet to be announced at Double or Nothing. It's like they're, they're just. Here's my issue, and I and I've been a big fan and supporter of AEW since day one. If they're gonna make this work, they need to, they need to go step one by step. I know they want to sell tickets to all these shows, but like what's the progression on all this? Where, how are we getting to these places? Are we just gonna have matches just to have matches? We're not having any progression yet and that's kind of what's frustrating as far as what we're gonna see at Double nothing and then the next two shows. We're supposed to have three shows within the next you know two months and they're, the, even the closest one isn't even fully booked yet.
1: Yeah, that's that's uh that was my problem with why we decided to go to Mania weekend over that. Like it wasn't even a, a consideration because they waited so long to announce it. And now it's what three weeks from now? And they don't even have the full card yet? I mean people are kinda I mean it's well, it's, sold it's, it's out. a It's, it's like sold five out. weeks from now. Yeah, it's sold out. So I mean I guess that doesn't really matter, but people have no clue what they're flying across the country for to go see. Except they know it's going to be a getaway weekend with StarCast and AEW.
0: I mean, given we bought tickets for G1 SuperCard back in August before a single match was announced. Uh, yeah, so, true. Right. But, but we, at the same time, we knew there was going to be matches. Where now we're seeing matches for happening scheduled for cards after this one match.
1: Well, technically, I didn't buy tickets then. I bought tickets after everything was announced secondhand. When wow. I got my tickets after the elite kind of left ROH and tickets went way down for a little while. And then I got my tickets. But I I do see your point, though. Um, That's why I said, you know, people are going based on name value right now. But how long is that going to last? Like they're going to they're going to have to come up with a plan pretty soon before people start kind of before this fly by the seat of your pants, it kind of starts wearing thin with people, which, you know...
0: Which, at the same time, I know that you know they're a new company. They're trying to get as many shows put out there so people can come and watch them. I get that. Um, I just I just want to see what's going on. I guess I just want to see what's going to happen this first show because it's supposed to be a big show. I don't know. Maybe their Cody it hasn't been announced yet because they're waiting for somebody to see what happens with Marty come a couple weeks from now.
1: Maybe they're waiting on... A certain hound of justice to be free.
0: Well, yeah, but that's his neighborhood. That's not going to be before double or nothing, though.
1: His contract's over with in the end of April.
0: Yeah, but he's got ninety day.
1: Now, see, I don't, I don't know that. I don't know how that works because usually the ninety day clause is when you get released. His contract is just running out. So once his contract runs out, I believe he's free to do whatever the hell he wants. Well, like, apparently contract,
0: from what, but... I, what I've seen is that, well, yeah, I mean, I've, well, obviously they had this thing. And this goes back earlier when you're talking about Roman turning heel. They have this freaking shield thing going on this weekend. And so they can't turn him heel yet because of that. Uh, <laughs> they want to get views on the network. Um, but apparently he may not be on TV, but Dean's going to be at house shows the remainder part of the year or the month until the end of April.
1: I'm looking up uh, what you're talking about right now. The final, 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 final appearance of the shield together. For like the last time. Like the real last time. like We know the last time was the last time. But this last time is like the really the last time. So like if you don't see him this time. You ain't going to never see him again. Because this last time is the last time. Even though the last time was the last time. That we said the last time was the last time. But but like this was the real last time. So. If you want to see the shield for the last time. You better be watching the network this weekend. Because after this. Exactly. After this ain't no more shield. Like that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Hey, damn. How I'm many farewells them. are they going to do? I'm like, go away already. Well, shit. well,
0: you know, this is what's frustrating to me. Like, this is what makes me believe this is all bullshit ass work and it's not really him leaving the company. His ass is going to come back as somebody else, and all of a sudden we got Dean Ambrose back.
1: Who's going to come back as Mr. America? I, I have no
0: idea. <laughs> Our cook... conquistadors? I don't know. <laughs> but. When was the last time somebody announced they were leaving and you gave them a freaking farewell tour like this? Like I'm not talking about retiring. I'm talking about leaving. Like I'm sure I I'm not signing back with your company. I'm leaving. Well, guess what? Usually when someone comes and gives me a notice, guess what? I'm probably not gonna be putting you on the schedule for much longer then. Yeah, Just cause, saying.
1: Because where I'm from, when you turn your two week notice in, like you don't. That's
0: basically you're bro. done.
1: You're out. I give a fuck. I come in when I want. I'm say what I want. You've already told my next job that I'm a good worker, so you really can't do shit for me right now. So these next two weeks are gonna be long for you and quick as shit for me.
0: So it just, I mean, it makes no sense to me. Like, oh, did, and ha, Dean Ambrose last time, his he's going to be leaving. Well, Who the fuck cares? Like, if you're WWE, what the hell does it matter to you? Like, get his ass off TV. Then quit talking about it. Quit bringing attention to it. It makes no sense to me.
1: I think Ambrose was more valuable to the company than people realize, and I think and, so. and WWE realized it. I mean, he was a fucking Iron Man. You know what I mean? For a couple of weeks until he got uh, a couple of years till he got hurt, he had wrestled the most matches out of everybody. Um, so, so I think they respect his hustle, and I think he's doing it the right way by telling them straight up, like, "Hey, I'm not resigning. Like, you got me until." the end of my contract I'll do whatever you want me to do and then after that I'm done I might come back I might not and I think they respect that uh, Ambrose I don't know the guy but he seems like the type of person that would be straightforward with you you know what I mean so
0: I mean I, the, I mean, he doesn't want to do anything different because his wife's still employed by them
1: right right and I mean and they could have big plans for her like she's the first female to be a full time commentator you know they probably don't want to piss <laughs> well, her off
0: I mean, she probably is going to be the one that takes the spot over from Michael Cole. Just saying.
1: Yeah. I, you know what I want? You know, they got that virtual reality thing you can watch on WWE now. I want them to come up with like a commentary button where I can turn the commentators off and I don't want to hear them. And I just want to be able to mute Corey Graves.
0: <laughs> That's funny because I want to be able to mute Byron Saxon.
1: Well, like I told you earlier, you have bad taste in people because Byron Saxon's the man. Oh, go, back and, go back and listen to Byron Saxton when Kofi Kingston won the title, man. He he killed that call at the end to the point where they let him be the only one talking.
0: Yeah. Um, at the same time, I wanted them to meet Michael Cole also. Yeah. Except so. for when he says, it's boss time. Can can they just give me Tom Phillips and just let him be the commentator 24-7? I'm it, good Tom with that. Is Tom Phillips the man? He's <laughs> the shit, dude. I, I love that guy on mic.
1: Give me... A, a three-man booth with Tom Phillips, Byron Saxton, and Colt Cabana.
0: Okay, I can deal with that. I can deal with Saxton if we got Colt Cabana on there. That Oops. would be fun. You know what? I, you know, speaking of Colt Cabana, I'm going to side shuffle here since we got some, we're got talking about indies and outside the E. Um, Colt Cabana is fighting for a title in two weeks. You know this?
1: The NWA title?
0: The NWA national title. Absolutely. If I'm, if I'm going against Willie Mack. Um Crockett Cup, two weeks away. That's going to be a big show. I don't know how I'm going to watch it yet, but um, Alderson, Skrull, Mack and Col- uh and then Jazz and Sienna for the Women's Championship. Here's the one that I'm going to see your thoughts on this one. You got the Briscoes on, on the Crockett Cup card, right? Right. See who they're fighting? No. The Briscoes, who are arguably one of the top three tag teams in the world. Yep are fighting the Rock and Roll Express at Crock and Cup.
1: Like Ricky Morton and Bobby Gibson, the Rock and Roll Express? Like the combined age of 374 years old, the Rock and Roll Express? Like the Rock and Roll Express who debuted back when Game of Thrones was actually happening in the real world, Rock and Roll Express?
0: That that would be correct. That would be correct. I mean, why,
1: look, while we're bullshitting, did you see uh, Ricky Morton hit that canadian destroyer a couple weeks ago
0: <laughs> i did
1: not Man, his old ass hit a canadian destroyer on somebody over wrestlemania weekend uh yeah okay then mean... and, and willie mac that should be a, i like willie mac uh,
0: i do i like coke banana, but i do like i like willie mac too
1: i'm not He's a been? real big coke banana guy but at least in the ring but willie mac is i like willie mac
0: so that's, that's happening in two weeks. That's That'll be a, a decent car to watch. Um, Taven has got his first challenger for the ROH Championship coming out War of the Worlds. Um, going up against PCO, who basically nice. came out and challenged him the other day. So looks like PCO is going to be doing flips at Mask War Garden and then coming in to win the title at his old ass age. Um, He's not going to win the title. He better not win that title. I'll be pissed if he wins that title. Um, what was the then, second
1: match you named on the Crockett Cup? You said it was going to be Willie Mack and, and Cole. Uh, and then and
0: this and Skrull.
1: No, there was Marty. another match. Oh, you said Jazz, Jazz and, Sienna. and Sienna. So Sienna put a video out a couple weeks ago. She was wrestling. Uh, I can't remember the lady's name. But the, the chick wears a fedora. And Sienna cuts these promos where she like spins around in the chair. Cuts like a 30-second promo. And she ended it with, and then you're wearing a fedora. Only two people wear fedoras: Frank Sinatra and assholes. And bitch, I don't hear you singing. And I just thought that was the funniest fucking end of a promo I've ever heard before.
0: That is hilarious.
1: I'm trying to think of who she was. Who she was going up against? Uh, Sienna's one of those wrestlers that, actually, a lot of the women are. Tessa also. Like when you go to these conventions and they're just walking around they look so much bigger on TV than they are in real life. But then the men are so much bigger in real life than they look on TV. Like, Bully Ray's fucking huge in real life. And he doesn't look... He just looks like a little fat guy on TV. But in real life, he's like (laughs) 6'3". And then the women, like, Tessa, she looks like a bodybuilder on TV. And then when you see her in real life, man, she's like real petite and small. So it's, it's odd how the women and the men are on two different ends of the spectrum as far as what they look like. Uh, my, I didn't mean to cut you off about the Crockett Cup.
0: Um, no, that, as far as the Crockett Cup, that's all I was talking about, the War of the Worlds. Um, they announced the War of the Worlds Tour for Ring of Honor starting May 9th. Uh, Matt Taven versus PCO for the Heavyweight Championship. But then uh, G.O.D. going to be going up for their defending their Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships against Jonathan Gresham and Jay Lethal.
1: Hmm. So Jay so, Lethal's out of the title picture already,
0: and he looks like he's gonna have his next title. It'll probably be a tag team championship.
1: They're not gonna beat the Gorillas of Destiny. Have you heard that new Dude, song they got?
0: They they've been building up Gresham for like a year and a half, and nothing. I don't I don't see it, but I mean,
1: he remember yeah, remember really that fun. Ring of Honor taping we went to in Atlanta, and yeah. him and Lethal had an Iron Man match, and it just killed the entire momentum of all the shows that were being taped. <laughs> True. I mean, I I'm I like technical wrestling to a certain point, but him and like is it a Zack Sabre Jr. They just do too much of it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Did you see the new Tomatonga video? This uh this promo video you put out on the brisk Briscoes.
1: Yeah, yeah, I saw that. That's what uh, I I fell into a a rabbit hole of uh, Tomatonga and the Briscoes <laughs> going back and forth, and then some kind of way I ended up watching their their intro video, and I forgot how good, like, I didn't know they debuted that song at MSG, but mm. I mean, we couldn't really hear it, but that song is dope. We go might back close to, the
0: show with Go back to your 9 to 5s and pick up chicken shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I was like, son of a bitch. Alright. And then meanwhile, me the that. Frisco's
1: are doing their damn promo outside of a fucking chicken coop. <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. Uh, is there any more indie news we got?
0: No, that's all I got for me. Uh, I know that I'm going to get, after everything, all the dust is settled, I'm going to go ahead and get our uh, fantasy points all updated this week so we can get them posted by the end of the month and see how everything has settled um, with all the rest that's happened over the last month.
1: Alright, so we'll close the show with uh, I put out a tweet earlier today. I probably should have gave it a couple days about questions for the show. So, of course, we had a couple smartasses, but we'll answer them anyway. So I'm going to pull those up right now. The first one is from Steel Toad Joe. It says, Boo to the face. Should they start calling Lars Shook Sullivan? (laughs) Because he got shook up twice when he was about to come up, and whoever's in the ring with him gets shook and doesn't do anything for some reason. <laughs> That's funny. I see what he did.
0: There.
1: <clears throat> no, they shouldn't call him that. Uh, <laughs> from I'm that hoop. Why did they bring Becky Two Belts out to bury her behind a tag team chaos? That's a good question.
0: Um, I, I don't. I don't think they were really necessary. Um, burying her behind the clusterfuck that it was i think what they were doing was showing hey this is becky lynch She has got the titles and here's everybody who wants to be in the title picture and this is how big and stacked our women's division on smackdown truly is and that's not even including the rest of the roster that's part of that division
1: right i think it was more of a showcase of how many women that they have on the roster but at the same time i agree like it started out as her taking on all comers, and then the Iconics come out, and then Paige brings her tag team out. Now we're not even talking oh, about
0: we got, the we women's got, we, titles did, we did get Mandy and Sonya out there, so it was positive action out there.
1: Calm down, Corey Graves. Did you... He made one good call this week when Elias came out and he just said, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was great, but... Other than that, man, he's just like, he's, he's cringeworthy. But yeah, Hoop, uh, if you're listening, I think I don't think they necessarily buried her, but I get what he's saying. Uh, I didn't like how it was done either, but at the end of the day, she came away looking like she was completely unbothered by it all. Because once they all started fighting, she just took her two belts and left. Spinger, okay, they need to get one of those belts off of her. Because them belts are too damn big for her. Like she well, looks so awkward trying to hold both of those belts and the <laughs> microphone, and like, and and is it me or does she just look tiny lately?
0: She does look smaller with the belts on around her. Uh, but to kind of go with it, the one thing they could have done to like make it like so she stood out, she could have ended up being the one that like cluttered the ring. Um, that would have been one way to go out before they started the tag team match. Um, but the what I, the, the whole title thing is. So I noticed that on Raw, on Monday night when she came out, and then again last night, she came out wearing the belt of that show and lifting yeah. up the belt of the opposite show. Yeah. And it should have been the other way around, in my opinion. No,
1: no, no, no. I, I brought this up uh, last week when, I first, when she first started doing it. She wears the title of the show that she's on. So she's on Raw, she's wearing the Raw title, and then she's just carrying the other one. I like that. I think that's very subtle. And it's showing respect to the brand that you're on at the time. Like, this is the championship that I'm defending and that I'm ready to defend right now. And I'm wearing it because I'm the champion of this show right now. And by the way, I'm the champion of this other show, too. But I'm just going to carry this one.
0: I get that. But the way I see it is when she lifts that belt up, it's like, hey, this is the belt of this show. This is the belt of your show. As you are here to see, this is the belt for you. what's the the purpose of a belt to wear it well they're not belts in wwe they're titles
1: well she's got a t-shirt that says becky two belts so i think they're going away from that
0: that's fair enough
1: uh and and that was like my gripe with roman was he never wore the title and so to to me i think you wear the belt i think her wearing the belt of the show that she's on is to me I, i took that as a subtle like this is the show that i'm representing right now and I'm still the champ of SmackDown. I want to let y'all know that too. But I'm wearing the belt that I'm on Raw right now. So
0: yeah, and I knew you had a problem with that. I didn't have a problem with that. I don't mind the shoulder, the balpin you know, of the shoulder. The way Roman did it, I had a problem with it because he had that freaking ass backwards and like carrying it like a backpack. Um, but, get ready know, for like,
1: him to do Kofi's title like that.
0: Well, he hasn't had that title in a while, so you know it's about time yeah. again. Uh, but you know, like the, when the Rock came out, the Rock came out, he had the title up over his shoulder. It, it's. You know, it is. It's kind of like, hey, this is on my shoulders. This is what I got.
1: Yeah, and I used um, to hate it. I used to hate oh. how Austin would come out, f- fucking flinging the belt around
0: like he's throwing not, it in he, the ring. He's shit. not. He's not helicoptering it like freaking Seth Rollins.
1: Yeah, but at least Rollins wears it. Fair enough. Irish Whip Podcast: How many assholes and dirt sheet dicks can you call out that are being worked by each and every WWE superstar on Twitter right now? The number is, uh. The equation of pi, like it's infinite, it's infinite. Like we could just, we could just log on to Twitter right now, and all the dirt sheet tweeters, we could say you're getting work, you're getting work, you're getting work, you're getting work. Um, which I think is a good thing. It ke- it keeps, it keeps a dialogue online going. So I don't mind it as much. I just don't like the people that buy into it, and take it as like gospel.
0: Uh, speaking of Irish whip. And talk-a-mania. Uh,
1: Irish whipped that ass.
0: <laughs> that, that we did. Hardcore. That's why they didn't come to New York, because they were scared to go back to Montana and Boston with their tail between their legs.
1: Scared he's uh, going to catch a boot to the face.
0: <laughs> so, I saw out there, and I, I'm pretty sure you accepted it. Uh, sounds like they want to come for the title at Money in the Bank? Is that, is that what I'm saying? They're trying to cash in something? Um,
1: cash in these nuts. They're not championship material. I don't I'm know just, if I'm accept that match or not. <laughs> yes, I saw this. Like, and I'm
0: like, whoa, 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 hold on now. You're oh like, two. Ma- you're they're over like two.
1: Mick Foley. Yeah, they're like Mick Foley. Back when he better, was, they got to go get a whole makeover.
0: You better go Linda, get Linda McMahon to bring your ass <laughs> into this match.
1: <laughs> you know what? Let's let's. If you're down, Marty, I'm down. We I'm go. always
0: down for. We could the go challenge. triple
1: threat for. Uh, for bragging rights again. Uh,
0: Hell, I'm, I mean, li- I'm willing to up it. And if somebody else out there listening wants to go to Fatal 4-Way, bring that shit on. I'll accept all challenges.
1: And uh, we got to make a commercial because I got to find the tweet. I believe they both agreed that for two weeks we can play a commercial on their show.
0: Oh, snap. So. All right, all right, all right. All right.
1: I mean, I I don't know. It was probably J bomb, accepting it drunk, and Dez probably didn't know shit about it. But you know, whatever. I I got the I got the evidence somewhere saved in my phone.
0: Better hurry uh, up and get that thing saved before they delete that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Des is going around. Well, what fucking tweet is that? Let me go through this Speaking shit real of, quick. Uh,
1: real quick before we sign off, have you seen the the Becky and uh, Becky and Ember Moon and Alexa Bliss? heat that's going on right now? I have not. So, Ember Moon and Alexa were tweeting back and forth about how they're best friends, and the superstar shake up, took them away, and blah, 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 and Becky kind of chimed in to Ember Moon, like, hey, shut up before I slap your face off, or something like that, and Ember said something back, and Becky basically said, I'm gonna hit you so hard, Alexa's gonna go out with injury again. (laughs) And so... Ember basically said Becky's a bully, and she made a funny tweet. She tweeted, like, this overweight fat dude sitting at his computer, like, typing in his underwear, and it says Becky Lynch on her days off training for wrestling, (laughs) which I thought was funny. And then, of course, Alexa, playing the victim all the time, says, I can't believe you're making fun of a career-threatening injury, and it could be funny to you, and blah, blah, blah. And my thing is, Alexa... It was all fun and games a couple months ago when Becky got punched in the face and you were making fun of it. And it was all fun and games and you were calling Nia Jax fat all the time. Like, you can't play the victim and then play the mean girl at the same time. Like, you gotta choose your side. You're either gonna be the victim or you're gonna be the little mean girl bitch. Stop trying to to make fetch happen. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Well, Marty, it's been another good one. Uh, If you don't have anything else to talk about, we will go ahead and close it out. This has been been Boot to the Face, episode 32. Talking all things WWE Shake-Up, Ring of Honor, Crockett Cup, a little AEW. Hell, we even brought back Mean Girls. It's been a good episode. I've been Chris Rucker with my co-host and tag team partner, Marty Vasquez, saying thanks for listening.
0: Peace. Later.